Andrew is the Aussie bloke living in the US. Heather is the American gal living in Australia. Together, they travel the world sharing strategies on how to put your business on autopilot. Doing business online is no longer about having a website. To get more clients and take care of the ones you have, you will need a map. They've got it. So sit back and relax and welcome aboard. This flight is bound to autopilot your business. On today's podcast, we're talking about how to use Instagram to bring in more business. Make sure to grab our free business automation guide now and get access to other special bonuses. Head on over to aybpodcast.com. Hey there, everybody. This is Andrew McCauley. Welcome to podcast number 93. 93, we are talking about Instagram. How can you use Instagram to bring in more business? We've been playing with Instagram over a period of time. We're loving it. And we thought we'd just give you a bit of a breakdown of what we're finding, how other people are using it, how other some of our clients are using it. And we thought we'd give you the lowdown on what's happening. Heather Porter is all the way from lovely, sunny Sydney. Hey, H. Hot, 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 sunny Sydney. Hello. <laughs> hot, sunny Sydney. It's coming hot. in the summer, of course, in Australia. I know. Town. It's amazing. It's nice. How are and, you? Um, how hot? It's about 32 degrees, which I'm trying to translate quickly because I forgot my American Fahrenheit. <laughs> wow, that's sad. That's about 80, uh, 88. Around the 90 mark. 80, 90, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's pretty hot. How's things? What's news on your radar? What's news? Um, gosh, well, I have just been really hanging out, um, focusing on building websites and doing our new content marketing platform with you. And I, there's something that I guess I came across that I want to share that has to do with surprise, surprise content marketing. Now, I am a big Jamie Oliver fan. Are you, Andrew? You know who he is, right? I know, I know who he is. Um, <laughs> well, I don't get to see him anymore over here. He's not, is he big in America? Probably not no, as big as he is here. Yeah, I, I, mean, I, don't, I mean, I really, to be honest, I don't watch much TV anyway. Yeah. Um, but I know that. Um, when I went when I went back to Australia last year, um, cooking shows were everywhere. Like it's it, yeah, it's I huge. I could not here. believe you know my kitchen rules and um, yep. those those Master drag Chef. Master Chef and the Iron Chef and blah blah blah. Like they're not they're not as popular over here as they mm. are back in Australia. I couldn't believe how popular they were in Australia. It's crazy. That's such a foodie haven over here. I know. So, yeah. <laughs> and uh, look, I like Jamie's stuff because I think, first of all, he's exactly my age and born on my birthday, which is cool. <laughs> but also <laughs> he's just really rustic and fun and fun to watch. So his cooking skills are all like slop some herbs down on a chopping board and just get your hands dirty, which is, I, I make a big mess when I cook. So I like his stuff. So what I liked even better was when I came across an article in Forbes that talked about him and how he uses content marketing mm. because this guy is everywhere and he's a genius at it. And he has one cookbook after another coming out and he has apps. I have his app on my um, iPad <laughs> and he's just brilliant. His team around him is brilliant. So this article is really cool because it just it concisely summarized it. We'll actually pop a link to this article I'm referring to on our show notes, but um, it says what he's good at. And it's the, the, the powerful little triad of three, which is educate, entertain, and empower. So through these three things, this, this article is about how he uses um, Instagram for recipes and um, all his different social accounts. You know, he has his app on your tablet or phone, and it's not just a good model because it's a free app and then he does ongoing subscriptions in there so you get recipe packs and I guess what I love about it is he really makes it not about 
himself. It's all about bringing in a community, building a tribe, and he does that through his content. So he's not just a chef that has a TV show and some cookbooks. He's truly interactive and every single platform online. What does the app the app do? What is what if, what what's what's on there? It's just recipes. So you basically you get the app and I believe it's free and then what you do is you um, upgrade from there to get recipe packs so you can buy like the December Christmas recipe pack mm-hmm. and you get like salads and drinks and all these sort of things that come with it. So, um, and I've seen this done recently as well, really well with, um, uh, is um, I want to say Amvana. It's the one from Mind Valley. And I'm pretty sure it's Amvana. And I want to get this right because yes, it is. This is another fantastic um, little app. So it's Ambana, O-M-V-A-N-A. And what it is, the same sort of thing. Sorry to sidetrack, but I think it's important. It's a free app. And it's a meditation app. And once you're in there, you get a few free samples and then you just can buy different meditation tracks. And they all have different price points based on the person that's doing the teaching, whether you want to lose weight or, you know, have energy. So I just think it's really smart use of pushing content out, but also monetizing it. So you're allowing teasers and you're, it's that sort of free model, but then you're also then, um, you know, upgrading or offering the next level step up from there. Um, how did you find both of those apps? Were they because they talked about them on their TV shows or did you just happen to surf the mm. iTunes store and find them? TV show. Yeah. So I, the Jamie one was a TV show and also in, it's in one of his books. So it's cross promotion. Yeah. And the other one on Vana, um, which is the Mind Valley website, I think I actually kind of got down a wormhole with those guys. They have a really cool event every year called Awesomeness Fest for entrepreneurs. And I kind of was checking that out. And then it, it just led me into the, the new app that they're creating and why they're doing it that way. The reason I ask is because um, I get this question all the time. Oh, should I get an app for my business or a website? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like, well, here's the deal. Most of those apps that are on the app store don't get any traffic at all. Like there's nothing, no mm-hmm. one getting them. Um, at least a website is searchable. You know, people are searching and if you're getting, putting good content out there, you're going to get found. Um, but the apps, they're, they're not being found unless you're using some sort of cross promotion or you really are pushing the app feature in front of yeah. people in other traffic methods. So I just so want to Jay- ask that. And Jamie's a great case study for any of you looking at how you'd use an app, where you'd promote it. And and just, it's probably worth any business owner's time to just go through all his different social accounts and see how he's cross-pollinating and out. also how he uses each platform differently. Because we've said this before, Instagram is different than Facebook, is different than Twitter, and you shouldn't use the same stuff across all platforms. Mm-hmm. Very true. What about you? What have you been up to? Uh, you know, I've been uh, working on our content marketing stuff, which um, we're finding some pretty amazing results, and we'll share those Already. share those coming out coming up. Mm. But um, we've been trying a few new things, and some of these new things have been excellent, and some of them haven't been as excellent. But we'll talk about that. But I tell you what, I did discover, well, not discover, but um, <clears throat> just more um, hammers home the point that there is. No more free lunch as far as social goes, but even Tumblr um, launched video ads just the other day. Now, if that, you're on if you're on wow. Tumblr, if you're on Tumblr, um, you may have noticed these popping up. But these are basically sponsored video posts, and uh, like anything, this is how they're going to make their money. You know, um, they are tipping. The Tumblr's owned by Yahoo, so. Um, the CEO. What is it, by the way? Because I have to admit, I don't use it and I still don't get it. Tumblr's like a little <laughs> blog network. 
Yeah. Um, and you can put different sort of blogs. More for in. art artists and stuff, no, isn't it? Little, no. No. Okay. No, we, it uh, it's actually it's actually pretty much anything these days. Okay. Um, but you know, it's like any people have courses, uh, courses, horses for courses, whatever sort of turns you on. Some people like to live in the world of Tumblr. Um, mm. Some people like Snapchat. Some people like whatever. Um, but anyway, they're projecting Tumblr is going to be making a hundred million dollars in revenue in 2015 next year. Um, which is interesting considering it only made $13 million in 2012. Mm-hmm. Right. So, jump. so it's a big jump, but that's where they think that uh, it's going to come from is ads and the ad platforms. And we've already spoken about Facebook having ads and Twitter and LinkedIn and Pinterest and Instagram having ads. And we'll talk a little bit about that today as well. Um, but they're all going towards the paid ad platform because at the end of the day, the real content, the real, the real um, content of these platforms is us. We, we are the content. And yeah. if we can uh, put a hand in our pocket to buy something, then they're going to make sure there's an opportunity for us to do that. Same. It's like, a, it's like just another app business model, isn't it? Like, it's, yeah. it's everywhere. Get them in for free and then always offer other things from there that Correct. they can pay for, like ads. <laughs> That's right. And they're all doing it. All doing it. Yeah. And they're all making lots of money from it. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, so that's that. So um, so today we're going to dig into Instagram. We're going to talk a little bit about Instagram and um, we've got a couple of little case studies and things that we'd like to share with people. Yes. So um, why don't we dig into that? So for those of you that are new to Instagram, what is it? So it's essentially a really amazing place to stick photos and videos, short videos. Uh, and it's owned by Facebook. It's primarily reaches the 18 through 34 year old market. So a little bit of a younger market, although there's definitely older individuals on there as well, but that's the the prime user base of, of it. It's also interesting in the fact that you can't put links. So if you're promoting something, you cannot actually link from that that post or image or, or video. So it's a really cool little community that, that thrives, I suppose, on hashtags and sub-communities and really beautiful or thought-provoking imagery and um, interesting videos as well. Mm. Yeah, very much so. And, and um, you know, you're right, it's, there's, no, there's no links in there. So how the heck do you actually promote your business? <laughs> yeah. You know, but, um, yeah, we've, we've found some interesting ways that, that have been working for people. So... Um, let's let's share those. Cool. So the thing I've noticed with the different accounts I've been following and the ones that seem to get the most engagement are the people that, that really do keep it real. So it's telling stories through photos. It's, um, you know, there's even this huge hashtag that exists in Instagram called um, hashtag no filter. Mm. So what that means is that people are actually promoting the fact that they just put up photos that are unmanipulated um, because I think it is a, a it is a snapshot sort of place. It's, it's like, have a look into my life, be a little bit of a lawyer, check out the behind the story of an actual brand rather than just flogging. Um, like if you're a clothing company, I'll, I'll talk about Billabong right now. So Billabong, they sell fantastic surfer sort of style clothing. Um, and you know what? You rarely see those actually ever on their Instagram account. Instead, you see photos of incredible waves, of mm-hmm. surfers, Surfing, of yeah. the, the, the team on the beach hanging out. It's beautiful vivid, amazing imagery that makes you want to go surfing and be at the beach. And then, of course, you think about, ooh, I want to be at the beach, so now I need some clothes. And then they're sort of, you know, subliminally seeding in that they, you, they're they going to give you this lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. It's, and they do have a really cool uh, Instagram account. 
Um, yeah. With lots of cool pictures. And, of course, I'm guessing because they've been around since 1973, they've, wow. uh, they've got lots of photos to share with people too, you know. And, and I'm talking photos that have been up for a week or two have 17,000 people that like them. Oh, yeah. It's such a community. It really is. And it, it just, um, you know, any sort of sub-communities in sport or even elements of fashion, people just love to bond together and have comments and share things. And mm-hmm. they've created this whole little area in Instagram all about the surfing lifestyle. And they've done a really good job. And again, I, I, I don't know the last time I've actually seen a staged shot or if I've ever seen a staged shot of like a hoodie or something that they've put up to promote. Yeah, they all look like they're natural sort of shots of someone yeah. walking down the street or whatever. But you know that um, – just a quick stat for you. Yeah. Um, Instagram has 15 times the engagement and double the engaged user base of Facebook. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, engagement. So think about that. When you're looking through Instagram, it's all images, right? It's all images or, or video. Um, and you're looking at stuff, there's not a lot of words or text unless you want to read people's comments underneath it. Mm. But it is completely image driven. Yep. So that people can flick through and get a snapshot. They don't have to stop and read. They don't have to listen to anyone's dribble. It's like a photo. If they like it, keep moving. If they don't, hey, I'm going to click on like or I'm going to click on comment so that I can actually do some, um, you know, make make a comment about it. But mm. um, uh, it, it does. Ha- I can I can understand why it's got 15 times engagement because people are looking at photos and if you see a photo you like, you click on the button, the heart bang, you liked it and you move on. And uh, it's pretty easy to engage with. And I'm I'm not surprised also because the younger market, where we all know when we're younger, you know, in the teen years and whatnot, you become a little bit obsessed with what your friends are doing (laughs) and Mm -hmm. other people are doing and how you look. That's the whole invention of the selfie and all that. Um, What is interesting, so my partner has two boys that we have half- time have custody and they're basically almost 14 and 12 and they live on Instagram. It's it's obsessive. I mean, it's not only them posting their own things, but constantly just looking at different people. And um, thanks to them, I'm learning quite a bit about marketing to the youth culture. And one really interesting thing, so they're big into skateboarding and they look up to their skaters that are um, sponsored. Mm -hmm. And a couple of them, what they do um, a, a really brilliant use of Instagram is they get their sponsors in these boxes and they sort of call that moment um, the unpacking of the box. Mm-hmm. So the box is, you know, the, the swag, all the free stuff that they get. So they'll unpack the box or take a photo of themselves unpacking the box or a quick 15 second video and post it on Instagram. So not only now is the sponsor getting great exposure, but then also the skater is. And of course, these two boys, they come to me and they say, I want this as my next deck on skateboarding. And I say, how, how'd you hear of that? Oh, on Instagram. Oh, how specifically on Instagram? Oh, from the unwrapping of the box. Yeah. The Fascinating. Unboxing. Unboxing. We've, unboxing, we've, we've unboxing, spoken yeah. about that before. And as for, you, for YouTube videos and stuff like that, but actually that's good. I hadn't heard of it on Instagram <laughs> like that. That's pretty cool. Well, you know, you say that they're on Instagram all the time. Mm, well, yeah. here's a stat for you. 58% of Instagram users are on it daily. 58, yeah. no, 60%. Six in ten are on it every day versus yep. uh, Pinterest, which is considered sometimes the rival uh, picture platform. Only twenty three percent of the users are on Pinterest daily. It's it's 
amazing. It's definitely a way of promoting like brands just by wearing them. If if you're a public figure and you wear something and you just do a snapshot of yourself wearing it that's unstaged, it's somehow so much more believable than if you're in a fashion shoot and you're wearing something because you're paid for it. So people are just buying things right, left and center because of the photo of somebody that they look up to wearing or engaging or doing something with a product or brand. Tell me this. Do you think that every brand uh, could be or should be on Instagram? I think for two different reasons, yes. Um, the first reason would be if you're a product, then of course you want to look at how you can put your product out there in that sort of way. Right. If you're a service, I think what that does is it actually endears people to you. It tells the story of your brand. So like Billabong, for example, even though they're product-based, but the, what they excel at is lots of fun um, vibrant photos and energy. So if you were a brand that sold services and you were all about youthfulness and upbeat, you could do some really funky photos of, of that and get people to feel what you're like as a brand instead. How would you do it if you're a service-based business, like, you know, an accountant or a tax planner or, um, even a dentist? I mean, you don't want to be sticking photos of people's (laughs) bad teeth up on there, do you? (laughs) You know what? Okay, so I'm going to give you. I know we're talking. I'm comparing to apples and oranges with a uh, product, but I think that this actual case study will help, kind of also highlight how a service might use it. So there's a company in Australia that I'm absolutely fascinated with. I have yet to buy their product, but I'm fascinated because of their what seems to be quick growth. They're called Hello Hair, and they basically have. This one product, we talked last show about a confused mind never buys. Well, they really get this point. They only have one product, which is a hair mask that has like coconut oil and things like that in it. It's $15 and that's all they sell. And how they promote it is on Instagram. And this is how they promote it. They don't show their product. They show women with beautiful hair. So if you're a dentist, could you not show really beautiful smiles and, and interesting snapshots of people that are enjoying holidays or I don't, you, you have to think about the outcome. And in this case, it's the hair. And that could also be for a hair salon as well. They do services mm-hmm. for a dentist. It could be about what, it, what about the smile could you do? Or maybe you have like f- interesting um, photos that make you laugh, right. To try and bring out a smile. Mm-hmm. So you have to think a little bit outside the box. Again, it's, it's, endearing yourself by the emotions or the want factor rather than here's my product, you know, perfectly placed in a photo. So it's not about product really. It's all about the story. No. Story. About story. And how do you, how do you pictorialize a story about your business? Your story. Absolutely. How do you do that and, and tell your story? Um, you know, let's see. So what else exists out there that is interesting is people that are using Instagram to bring in their own tribe. Mm. So I know that there's one, uh, well, GoPro, which is that fantastic little camera that you wear on your your BMX bike or your skateboard or your helmet. In my case, I wore it on a helmet when I went zip lining one time. That was pretty cool. <laughs> and um, <laughs> it's an action shot, right? So they actually put users that are actually using their their GoPro, they actually share those photos of these users on their account. It's an amazing account, actually, GoPro, because they have... Um Nearly all of their photos that are on GoPro are actually user generated, mm-hmm. which means that GoPro aren't out taking photos or videos. They've got people, do- everyone's doing it. Everyone loves a GoPro, right? I mean, I see motorbike riders all the time around here using a GoPro uh, on their helmet. Yeah. Um, 
But what happens is these people will, um, they'll take a photo and then they'll tag, um, they'll tag GoPro in into uh, that photo and then GoPro will use that photo and share it with everyone else. It's brilliant. It's a brilliant concept. Um, another really cool thing, you can absolutely create scarcity in Instagram marketing. So scarcity is a big thing. It's I love that book, Seven, was it Seven Laws of Influence by Robert Cialdini? Yeah, Cialdini. Um, yeah, yeah, Psychology of Persuasion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So there's seven unique things you can do as a marketer to get people to buy. And one of them is scarcity. So it's the whole thing of this is going to go away if you don't take action. Mm-hmm. And what I've been seeing on Instagram that works really well is um, shops specifically like op shops or used clothing shops um, will actually post up an item. I, yeah, there's one, um, I'm trying to remember the name, but specifically one of my friends who has a store in San Diego, she does this too. I just came across her Instagram. She'll take a photo of the cool item because mm-hmm. it's just a, a one-off item. You can't mm-hmm. get more of it. Put it on her Instagram with all these great little hashtags and then say, you know, come and pick it up until it, in, until it leaves. And she's selling stuff. She's building this whole business just by Instagram and just by posting the stuff that comes into her store. And um, just by doing that, there's scarcity. Wow. Yeah, it's... There's a shop in New York, um, yes. Fox and Fawn, I think it's called. That's uh, the one. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, but you know what they're doing? What what I like is that um, instead of ordering it, like because they, these guys are they make their own clothes or they've got some old clothes that they sell. So there's not mm-hmm. a lot of them. They don't have a warehouse full of the same items. So let's say there's a nice shirt that comes in and somebody wants it. Um, you've got to actually find it on on their Instagram account. And you've got to tag your name. On mm-hmm. the Instagram, uh, on the actual photo itself, and then I think that they make you um, share it. No, no, you need to leave a comment to reserve an item. So you need a comment so they're getting interaction on their Instagram yeah. account, and then you call the store and you say, "Hey, here's my credit card, and here is my username," and they'll go and check to see if that username has actually left a comment on that item. And if it has, they'll give it to you. Um, they'll sell it to you, and they're saying that. 20 to 40% of the store's daily revenue is coming from Instagram. It's so cool. Isn't it? It's amazing. It's <laughs> oh, amazing. my gosh. Well, how could somebody – I was just thinking while you are saying that, uh, how might somebody that is in business use that? Um, first thing that came to mind is if you're out doing like a speaking engagement and you have – maybe you're selling something from stage or there's – at the end of the day, you have um, a freebie or a product or service that you're giving out. You could take a photo of yourself on stage. These are great action shots for branding and telling your story, you know, as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You on stage or taking a photo of the audience while you're on stage and then doing a little comment saying, I just gave away something at this to all these people and I'd like to give it to you Instagram friends as well. Mm. So you can tie in unique things or maybe you say, you know, um, I, you know, I'd like to give five away, like you were just saying to, mm-hmm. to Instagram friends, leave a comment below and then I'll find you and, and send you a link. So, so that's, I guess this is the first thing that came to mind. Anything else that you can think of that. Yeah. Well, people experience. are getting smart. So you can't have, you can't have clickable links and stuff in your, in your post, but you can, you, no. you can create images though that have yeah. uh, words and stuff on them. Right. So you might have, yes. uh, let's say you're doing a sale for something or other, and you can have a, uh, an image that says, uh, here's the coupon code and here's the URL for you to go to. Um, you may need to type that URL in, but it's mm-hmm. still getting people to go to your website to buy your stuff. So, you know, there's, there's all sorts of ways to do that um, as well. 
Yeah, and there's there's a boutique here in Australia as well that I I follow and look at um, Mura Boutique up in Queensland, and they do a great job of sort of both scarcity but also using images. Um, mm. They will throw out a coupon, which is just simply an image that, like you were saying, it has the URL on it, um, and they, you have to type it in. But you know what? If you like the brand, you're going to go and type it in. It doesn't matter. But also what they do, which is really really great in my opinion is they instead of having what looks like really upmarket fashion shoots they actually just take a girl that you know is wearing one of their outfits stick her on a dock out by the ocean um you know really fun little kind of casual shot they look great shoot them and then say um you know back back for a limited time or in restock one size of each just for the week mm-hmm. so of that particular outfit so we have a really great lifestyle shot with the out- outfit and then it's also creating that whole scarcity is just back for the moment. Yeah. I think one thing that, that you do want to remind people is that there is only there is only one spot that you can actually have a clickable link, and that's in your bio. Correct. So yeah. you want to make sure that you do put your, um, your bio, it, you do have a clickable link inside your bio so that people can go and um, find you that you way. There. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely. So I guess, you know, the, the main things that I'm seeing that work really well are the storytelling. So you're, how do you, how can you tell a story through images? Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing is the whole, how can you perhaps do scarcity in your post to get people to take action mm-hmm. when they see that post? And also the idea of, even if you're service-based business, how can you actually create the feeling in an image that somebody will have if they then buy your service? Yeah. Yeah. Right. What about bad things? I know we have a couple couple things to talk about that as well i love this insta damage <laughs> what if what should you not be doing well there's a couple of things one of them there's a couple of famous famous uh case studies one of them was um uh Al- was it audi i think it was audi that, that yeah uh, it was audi that had a uh <laughs> they so had a new weird. guy come on board and you know he was a he was a funky hipster and he was trying to be really cool you know audi's <laughs> all about cars right yeah and uh he decided to post. Now, I don't know if this is an image of the actual guy himself. No, there are a whole series of them. Weird, like weird. Really? So, yeah, and they look like they're wearing makeup and stuff. So he posted a picture of a, of a guy. I mean, the guy is clearly not anything to do with Audi, and I wouldn't even say he represents what Audi looks like anyway. <laughs> no. And they got a whole bunch of abuse um, comments, you know, where's the cars? We're following Audi because we want to see cars. You follow Billabong because you want to see surfing life. You don't follow Billabong because you want to see an apple pie, right? And these guys are putting out pictures of guys or whatever it was. It's like, um, what, what is going on here? And they copped a, they copped a real shellacking for, um, for their big fail, so to speak. But I know um, another big one was McDonald's. Do you want to tell us about McDonald's? Oh, yeah. Look, they were just going out there and trying to be too – it was all staged feeling. They were they were doing just posts about um, people that had burgers in a way that is not what people would use a burger for. Mm. <laughs> it's just staged. It just felt wrong. It wasn't. Again, the whole thing with Instagram is is casualness. I think the reality of it, rather than staged. Yeah. I think staged has a time and a place, absolutely, in different platforms, but not so much here. <laughs> yeah, I think with McDonald's, they um, they uh. Yeah, you know, McDonald's is a is a big symbol of commercialist activity, and when people are looking through Instagram and finding all this cool stuff, then all of a sudden there's McDonald's, 
and a, and a picture of a cheeseburger that doesn't even look like a cheeseburger is when you normally open it. And everyone's like, "Is serious? Get out, well, of my, get out of my Instagram account. I mean, then they actually went into advertising and they, one of their ads, it was terrible, is of a girl. You can't even see her face. And like we we're saying, faces are everything, right? The, the, the realness, the candidness. They chopped her face off in the photo. She is in a rave you know, a, a mm-hmm. rave party. And she has little glow stick um, neck, like little bracelets on. Mm-hmm. She's a holding a full on hamburger <laughs> in the middle of a rave with glow sticks on her wrist. And her whole face is not even in the image. And it's so bizarre and staged and weird. And then they even put this as an ad, you know, it's like, wow. So, and ads, I mean, ads right now are not available to the general public. They're being approved, correct, Andrew, from the actual head of Instagram. Correct. Yeah. So um, the guy, the guy who runs Instagram, he's still individually checking ads. So it's not available for everybody, but they are running ads now. And and they're really, they've got about a handful of suppliers that they're running, letting ads run for. Um, And I'm sure it'll it'll open up when he starts seeing the money coming in. I'm sure he'll open up to a whole bunch of other people, but um, he does want to try and preserve the quality of Instagram. But at the end of the day, if the checkbook um, speaks, then I'm sure he'll open it up to a lot of other people. (laughs) So the thing, I guess, with Instagram is this, is that, you know, what seems to be really boring to you and your business or what you're doing is not necessarily boring to other people because we all have that sort of, um, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for where you're, where you don't necessarily see the value in yourself after a while. Cause you're mm-hmm. so close to it. Mm-hmm. You don't actually get it. So for example, what we're going to do, Andrew and I, we're going to actually be taking um, a photo for our Instagram account of our setup, like our desk setup, how we actually do our videos. So for, for me, I'm just so used to the fact that I have two lighting boxes, like little lighting kits sitting behind my computer and a full on blue Yeti fancy microphone on my desk. I'm so just used to that, that I don't think that that actually be amusing or interesting to people that actually want to know what we do. And probably it is. So the, the thing in, in your business is how can you, I guess, invite somebody into what you do and make it more personable and keeping in mind that not everything that you do is, is boring to people when they don't actually know what you do. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And, and you're right there. Cause sometimes you, you as you said, you, you're living it every day. You don't think it's anything special, but to people that are trying to work out how to do it, it could be the piece that they're looking for. Exactly. Exactly. So don't be sh- scared to share your story or how you do things visually. And um, of course, we one last thing I wanted to mention as well is the whole video component of Instagram. You can do very short videos and you should, <laughs> you know, um, talk to camera, just get on camera and have a quick tip or or do a quick scan of a room if you um, are at an event or just in your office or with your team, you're celebrating a team lunch, just do a quick scan and say, have your team say hi. Yeah. Now, um, we've got a lot of this info in our show notes, but also we've got a, uh, we did a, a pretty large blog post recently about uh, Instagram. So if you want to go and check that out, check out our autopilotyourbusiness.com um, website and go to the blogs and type in Instagram. You'll find Instagram there. Uh, yeah. and, and, and we'll show you some of those, some of those, um, some of those cool uh, accounts that we were talking about and you can see what they've been doing for yourself. So go and check that out. How else can Perfect. people find out more about us as we wrap this show up, H? 
So as Andrew was saying as well, we're going to have some some show notes and we'll have a link to this blog post. We'll have a link to the Forbes, um, Jamie Oliver post and some other cool things as well. So you can go over to AYB podcast and go on over to this podcast, which again, is it number 93, did we say? I think it's 93, yes. 93, wow. So you can go on in there and find some interesting stuff there and, and drop us a line. Let us know what you think of this episode. And if you have any tips or nightmare stories or anything you've seen done really well with Instagram. We'd love to hear about it. So pop us a line there. Of course, we're on iTunes and we love you guys on iTunes and iHeartRadio and Stitcher and Podomatic and a few others. Thank you so much for tuning in and, and listening. Let us know what you think. Leave us a review or a comment. Check out our Instagram account too. Come and like us on Instagram. It's brand new, isn't it? It's a brand new one. For, <laughs> we're growing it. Yeah, we're, we're working on that one. You and I have got one. We've had one for yeah. a while, but uh, we thought it's time to uh, kick the bucket and make one for our company. So there you go. Come and check it out. Cool. Thanks for tuning in. I'll talk to you all later. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Bye bye. All passengers and cabin crew should now be seated with their seatbelts securely fastened. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the first officer speaking. On behalf of your captains, Andrew McCauley and Heather Porter, we would like to thank you for taking the journey with us to autopilot your business. You are now closer to putting your own business on autopilot using the internet. Of course, if you would like to rack up some frequent flyer points, visit our website, www.autopilotyourbusiness.com, or check us out on Facebook at facebook.com slash autopilotyourbusiness. These frequent flyer points are totally useless, but the information is gold. Until we fly again, happy travels.